Hello, you little cheddar goblins, and welcome to episode 78 of Hungry Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Everything Eats, and today I'm joined in Fort Lewis Studios by my blogging partner, Renee. Hello, guys. And our producer, Carrie. Cheddar Goblin. Yeah, all of the Cheddar Goblin. It's from Mandy. I don't know that one. Um, Nicholas Cage. Mm. Came out like four, three or four years ago, maybe. I got nothing. Check it out. Okay. It's a great Nick Cage movie. It's a revenge movie. Okay. And it's sick. And there's a little cutaway uh, commercial because it's in the 80s of the uh, Cheddar Goblin. So it's, it's not the one where he's in the defunct pizza Chuck E. Cheese thing? No. Okay. Have you seen that one? No, but you told me about it. Okay. As a horror fan, I figured you would have seen that one. Yeah. I think it was hard to access. Um, but Mandy's like streaming everywhere, I think. So check it out. But the Cheddar Goblin hmm. is like a mascot for Mac and Cheese okay. company. And it just basically vomits Mac and Cheese all over these little kids. And they're <gasps> loving it. Gross. Yeah. So it's kind of like they took the concept of the Noid and made him a... Yeah. Macaroni and cheese vomiting yeah. goblin. <laughs> like he just comes over and just like spews macaroni and cheese all over the kids. And they're like, yeah! Cheddar goblin! <laughs> it's very cool. That's hilarious. Check it out on YouTube. Mandy. Okay. Yeah. Is it not, it's not horror? Ma- not really, I don't guess. There's a lot of murder in it. But it's more action. It's kind of like... Action adventure? Or- yeah. Okay. It's kind of like a cult comes and does something bad to his family and then he gets revenge ah, on the cult okay, by murdering gotcha. them all systematically one by one. Gotcha. Okay. It's so very gory. Yeah. Not gory, not horror revenge. Yes. Okay. Revenge action. Yeah. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Um well <laughs> we always go down this movie somehow or another we get down some kind of movie rabbit hole. Yeah. At the beginning. I mean that's why I put the Cheddar Goblin in there. I like it. Yeah, I actually wrote it down wrong, but I remembered it at the last moment. So, yeah, Cheddar Goblin. Well, your brain's working. Your brain's half working now. Yes, it is. It sure is. Much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I don't know if it's much better. It halfway functions as it is, so, you know, it's fine. Um, got to enjoy the derby party, the fabled derby party this weekend. And? It was great. Was it? Did I it, have my winnings right here in the form yes, of you do. derby glass. Did, did it deliver what it promised? It sure did. Uh, I got to figure out what these uh, so-called uh, flamingo races are. Mm-hmm. Didn't know what that was. Super fun. Was fun. I won one physically, not monetarily. Right. Yeah. Because you didn't bet on yourself. No. You should always, always bet on yourself. Always bet on yourself. Because if you don't bet on yourself, who will? That's exactly right. And somebody probably did and made your money. Well, I think Sean bet on me and he oh. got really happy and then he got really mad at me when I didn't win the next one. So. <laughs> well, you know, it is... It's fine. Well, speaking of the Derby, what did you guys think about the results? Uh, it was pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody did. I mean, that's why it was 80 to 1. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't bet on any horses did because did, I couldn't. You got in the pool, though, right? Yeah. Who, who did you get? Either. Do you remember? Zozo. Oh, okay. So you didn't even. Whoever the two horse was. And the two horse I thought was going to scratch right at the. Right at the gate, because it wouldn't go in the gate. And I was like, is this little dingleberry going to scratch right here at the end? They basically shoved him in there, shut yeah. the gate, and then like, they were I off. I thought they were going to put him in there backwards. I was like, what's happening? I was like, man, he didn't even get a chance to even get situated. Like, as soon as they put him in there, he's like, go. 
Well, that's usually how it is anyway. Yeah. Like, as soon as you shove the last horse in, they all oh, yeah. start running. Yeah, because so. they don't want them standing in those gates that, that much longer. Yeah. Because they'll, they'll end up getting hurt. They'll hurt themselves. Yeah, I can't remember what his name was. I want to say Slap Happy, but I don't think it was <laughs> Happy Jack or something. Happy Jack sounds right. I, I don't know. Yeah, Slap Happy doesn't sound, <laughs> sound right. I had to look up the Although, field. Although, yeah. we should um, definitely buy a horse name at Slap Happy. Yeah. I'm into that. Don't take my name, Big Horse. I don't well, next Big next horse ne- industry. next year, whatever flamingo that you ride will be called Slap Happy. Okay, there you go. There you go. Oh uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm into it. I uh, had the fabled um, Edie mint julep. Very good. But I like a mint julep, so I I would probably drink any one you gave me. I don't know. I have a pre-mixed bottle of early times mint julep in the uh, the cabinet here that I bet it, it's I doubt it's good. <laughs> And apparently, speaking of mint juleps, and uh, the CFO told me this the other day, apparently Maker's Mark is going to discontinue their uh, mint julep premixed. Good, they should. I think so, too. Apparently, people are very upset about it. It's very upsetting to a lot of people. And I'm like, if you're drinking that garbage, then you don't even know what a good mint julep is. And yes, there are good mint juleps. Don't come at me, people. It is true. And Edie makes a good one because she makes her own syrup. And that is the key is to make your own simple syrup. Yes. And I mean, it's really easy to make your own simple syrup. Totally. So it's within the realm of possibility to make a good mint julep. Yes. And she has the fresh mint. Mm -hmm. And we have the actual julep cups that you drink out of. And the whole thing. And I think what turns people off of mint juleps a lot, too, probably, is I feel like the mint's muddled in a lot of them. Yeah, and she doesn't do that. Yeah. No, she... You don't probably have to do that. I think her ratio of pours is like uh, two two jiggers of simple syrup to two jiggers of bourbon. You gotta have the ice, crushed ice, and then she just throws a, a sprig of mint in there, and then mm-hmm. you're good to go. And if you don't want the mint, take it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, muddling the mint makes it too much, I think. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like in a mojito. Yeah. I don't like it all floating up in there, and then I got chunks of mint floating around. I don't want chunky mint in my uh, drink. No one wants chunky mint. Well, let's work on this episode. <laughs> chunky mint. Chunky mint. <laughs> but yes, and and honestly, if you're if you're drinking a mint julep after Derby Day, get out. That drives me up the wall. Up the Seems wall. weird that you would drink one before or after the derby. Like it's just a derby day, drink. right? Yeah. I mean, when else would you drink a lily? Is that what the 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 li- is that what the that's oaks the oaks yeah. drink is? I've and never had one of those actually. Black eyed Susan is the Preakness drink actually. Uh, it's got orange juice in it. I think I'd have to look it up, but it's it's pretty good. The black eyed Susan is, and I don't remember what the drink of the Belmont is. That one I would have to look up, but I do know the black eyed Susan is the drink of the Preakness. Well, speaking of, so if you guys remember sometime last year, we put out, I think we, we actually went through a thing that uh, the Kentucky for Kentucky story put out that how Kentucky are you? And it listed all of these things that was considered Kentuckian, right? Mm -hmm. And going to the Derby is one of the things that's considered, you're not Kentucky. You're not a good Kentuckian if you've never been. What's the percentage of actual Kentucky like residents that you think have actually been to the Derby? I don't know. And I know we discussed making a poll of this and I forgot. Well, so we'll never know <laughs> the real I'm just, I'm just curious because like, I feel like I know more people that haven't than have. Yeah. I mean, I feel like probably if you live in Louisville, you've probably been. 
Yeah. Yeah. Or if you've lived close to Louisville, you've probably been. Yeah. I've never been. And uh, I really don't no. have a desire to go. I'd rather stay here at the, dirt, at the Fort Lewis Derby party than go, to tell My you the truth. My used to work security at them a lot when he was a police officer. And I think he hated every single second that he was there. I bet. So, um, I feel like I also would. I don't love a big crowd like that. Like, I sometimes I get annoyed going to Keeneland, which is why I don't go very often anymore. But um, I'd much rather just, if I had to go somewhere to watch it that wasn't the Fort Lewis Derby party, um, it would be Keeneland probably. So I think they have a good setup. But they yeah, do. They, I, I don't know. I bet a lot of people haven't been. Because I feel like a lot of out-of-towners come to that. It yeah. seems like an out-of-towner well, thing and a celebrity the, thing. You know, the tickets ridiculously expensive this year, like in the thousands of dollars? Even I mean, the, I know I know not the the outfield. Or well, the, the infield was yeah. like $75. And I was like, yeah. I'm not paying $75 to go stand around in a mud pit with like right. 800,000 porta potties. And you're I there all day. Free and you're there house. all day, too, standing mm. out in the... In the elements. Yeah. Regardless of what the weather is. And it what and it usually always rains on Derby Day. I mean, always. it rained on and off all day long yeah. on Saturday. What can you do? Even into the night. like Yeah. And the day before. The next day was beautiful. Today's even more beautiful. Yeah. It's Today's sunny and 85 degrees yeah. right now. Yep. Yep. I don't know. I'm sure you could find that fact somewhere. It's got to exist. Um, I just don't know where you could go to find yeah. that right now. I, I just would, wanted to get your, guys, your all's take on that. I would say 25% of the I, population has been to Churchill Downs for the Derby. Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely have it under 50. I was oh, going to yeah. say 30. I would, I've would. i heard a lot of people say, oh, I went there on a field trip. Like I think Lauren said that the other day. I went to but, see the Rolling Stones there. Yeah, but not for the actual Derby. No. Yeah. So, what do they do with the with the venue when it's not being used for the Derby, though, one time a year? No, no. It's just it's, off a regular it's racetrack. It's a regular racetrack. Is it? So, they okay. run other races. And it's I, like Keeneland, yeah. but I think it's open. Is it open for races year-round? It's not year-round, um, and they'll probably start... I think that they had some last year, but before everything went to hell in 2020, they had this really cool summer night race series that you could go to hmm. that, that we wanted to go to. We never did, because um, I hate driving in louisville but uh yeah they had this summer night series and they run they run other races there yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's a it's a regular work, yeah, it's just working a regular, track regular yeah okay so it's not track. just a, no. a venue yeah. one time a year and you could thing. i assume you could go there like you can with keeneland and the red mom and bet other races that aren't oh there. yeah for sure like you could bet like Santa off track uh, off track like, betting yeah. yeah like all the other tracks around the country well like keeneland hosts weddings do the churchill downs does like other events and oh things god like yeah sure you would do, think so yeah. oh i knew I, let's see i knew somebody who got married there back in october it was no september because actually it's one of the people who got who tailgates next to us their friends were getting married there they you can get married at the museum they have receptions at the museum oh, okay. yeah for sure yeah i think you can do yeah, so all kinds of stuff there. Sunday, June fifth, twenty twenty two. Bring the kids to Churchill Downs for a day of racing and family activities, including inflatables, petting zoo, stick horse races, face painting, and more. Oh, that'd be fun. Okay. Yeah, I imagine you can also like. Yeah, Twilight Thursdays is what it's called. Oh, okay. Every Thursday, yeah. Yeah, they're definitely open. They're not like Keeneland's open only for racing two months out of the year, but they do other stuff at Keeneland. Oh, sorry. That's the, and then they have Downs After Dark is what I was referring to, and that's May 14th and June 18th. Um, and then Family Adventure Day, Father's Day. They got all kinds of stuff going on. Plus, I imagine you could just go see the horses. Like, 
whenever when, if they have horses just chilling out. Oh there. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the the thing's open. Tour the place. Yeah, you definitely can just go for in sure. Whenever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but they definitely. I've just seen TVG on in like restaurants, and they're running races at Churchill Downs all the time. Yep. This is just like the biggest one well, that sure. anybody runs anywhere. Which is fun to have, and maybe it would be fun to see there, but I feel like I'd have to be on Millionaire's Row if I was going to yeah. go, and there's no way in hell that I'll ever be on Millionaire's Row unless I find a sugar daddy that's very rich. Right? Well, and maybe not even Millionaire's Row. I very would, rich. I would settle for some place that where I had access to my own bathroom, that that floor only had the, that, you know what I'm saying, and your own concession yeah. stand type of thing. No, Millionaire's Row. And I kind of want to see you in one of those big hats. Oh, yep. Really? You think yeah. I'd look good in one of the really big hats? Yeah, I do. Apparently the trend on TV this year was a hat on a hat. Many people were wearing big hats and then fasten, fascinators, fascinators on the, yeah, on the hat. That's, that's a well, little if you did a fascinator on one side of your head and then another fascinator on the other side and then you did them on the back. No, tiny hat. You need that a What if you did a triple fascinator? Ooh. Uh, you, you could... Triple-nator. I don't know. You could call it the trifecta. <gasps> that's it. Yeah. We're inventing this hat. Yeah. We're stringing three fascinators well, together cool and making them can. the trifecta. Somebody probably already doing it right now. I mean, probably, but I assume they're, like, hammer drunk when they're doing it. And they're just like, oh, look at how many hats I've got on my head. Isn't this fun? I don't know. There's these these women. That, I would do it. Their whole business is the the Mil- Mil- Milner, Miller, whatever the hat maker is. Oh, Milner? I think it's Milner. I think it's Milner. It is Milner because it's the Craven's, Cravensworth Mil- Miller, <laughs> the, the sweatshirt that I have. Oh, yes, that witch's skin hat. Yes, the witch skin hat. Oh, my God, we could wear that hat. You have all the bad luck. Mm-hmm. It's got a big bloody curse on it. It's a big bloody stupid hat. Yeah, and then you could um, throw it on someone else and let them get set on fire and then say, There you go. Take him back the hat, you crispy piece of <laughs> <laughs> Just by the way, unrelated totally to any of that, because I censored myself, I asked Siri to uh, play a song for me on Spotify the other day that had a a cuss word in the title, and uh, (laughs) he said, sure, playing She's a Beep on Spotify, and it made me laugh really, really hard. (laughs) Siri censored itself. Huh. Which is hilarious, because... he doesn't censor himself whenever he reads my text messages, that's for sure. So, Interesting. Weird on the things he chooses not to say, but when he chooses not to say them. But I don't judge Australian Siri, it's fine. I feel like he's shutting down your free speech. Well, he is Australian, so. Oh, well. Yeah, and a man, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't go there. Nothing funny down that road. Nope, but we got some fun stuff on this episode to go down a road upon which there is laughter. But I don't know. <laughs> that was that was <laughs> funny. I like that. He moved today. But first, if you work in the restaurant industry or you have a food blog or anything related to food, let us know. We'd love to have you on our show. You can DM us on Twitter and Instagram at HungryKY or you can send us an email. We're HungryKY at gmail.com. We can do a video calls. So if you don't want to be here with us... Which is fine. I mean, it makes me sad, but whatever. Uh, you can be here on video. It's just not on Zoom. It makes us look old and it doesn't work. So, Skype. We can Skype. We'll Skype you. 
We'll Skype you in to well, look forward. And you know, there's people on the Twitter, there's podcast people on Twitter that are like, you know, Zoom's only going to the, the has gone to the 45 minutes for the free platform. Yep. And uh, there's people out there like, what? What's another platform that I can use? And I'm oh, like, oh, I thought it was only 40 minutes. Oh, maybe it is 40 minutes. But Skype, I'm telling y'all, get back on a Skype wagon. I must. I guess our place has been pulling that pay for Zoom because I've. I was on a two-hour Zoom the other day, and unfortunately, it did not kick off after 40 minutes. I kicked off after 40 minutes, but, you know, like, kicked the camera off and fell asleep, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Uh, so, anyway, what else y'all been up to? How do you get food things going on lately? Carrie, you got a couple of things going on? Well, so it is Craft Beer Week going on right now, as we re- are recording this, and uh, I went to Shamrock's on, we were at Shamrock's on Sunday. And then uh, I was requested to come back to Shamrocks yesterday <laughs> for the uh, tap takeover for Country Boy and West Six because they had the West Six uh, Country Boy collaboration, Country and Western Volume 10, which is a NEPA, uh, hazy IPA, whatever you want to call it. A double NEPA, I believe. Uh, yeah, but the, the percentage on it isn't that high. It's only Good. like 8% or something. So wow. it's it's really not that Even better. Uh, well, not that bad. And uh, it was a good. Uh, you know, I had a couple of beers and a BLT and a mountain, like a mountain of tots. I'm telling you, Shamrocks does not skimp on the tots. If you like tots, go there and order a sandwich with tots because they will pile up the tots for, for you. Yeah, and they're good. They are good. Very tasty. Yeah. So, as I'm sitting there, uh, Scobie, who is one of the full-time bartenders down there, he's been down there forever. In fact, he lives above the bar. Anyway, bottom line is... He's down there bartending, and uh, Scobie's a good dude. Anyway, this guy comes in, and he shows Scobie his phone, and Scobie's like, I, he's like, I really can't understand what you're saying to me, right? And he's like, I, I can't hear you. And so he shows him the phone again, and Scobie's like, oh, yeah, dude. He goes, I don't know how to help you. I, I'm sorry. I don't, know, I don't know where that is. I don't know what that is. What the guy was showing him was, I guess, that there's this ghost kitchen called vegan vessel or vessel vegan do you all know i think it's vegan vessel i've seen it on doordash lately so scoby's like this is the third time that this has happened because the address is one is it 154 i think it's 154 patching well guess what that whole building on that side Uh is 154 patching and they all have like separate suite numbers right so I'm sitting there and I'm talking to Scobie and I'm like, well, it's not you all. Um, I said, it can't be Patch and Pub because there's no way. Well, first of all, Patch and Pub is across the street and not 154, but it's across the street. There's no way Patch and Pub is hosting a vegan ghost kitchen, right? Um, Roosters isn't doesn't count. I said, the only place that it could be in is that Taj Indian place, which makes sense because yeah. of the vegan thing and whatever. So I started kind of looking up, and I looked up, I tried to look up the vegan vessel address, and it only said 154. Um, no, it had to do a little bit of digging. I found that this that the Taj place, Indian place, was Sweet 68, 154 Sweet 68. Then I finally found something on Uber Eats that said that the vegan vessel was 154 Sweet 68. But these poor DoorDash Uber drivers or whatever are only getting 154 patching. Oh, well, yeah. where's the first place you're going to go? <laughs> it's probably going to take you to the, Shamrocks. The biggest place in the whole 
biggest restaurant in the whole place. Yeah, I mean, Taj is pretty big, but it's a separate building, right? It's its separate building in the corner of that parking lot. So it's like, of course, the 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 whatever's going to probably take you to Shamrocks initially, and they're going to go down there and they're going to be like, I don't know what to tell you because Scoby didn't know what the hell it was. <laughs> Me neither. I just within the past week started seeing it on the apps, so mm-hmm. I didn't didn't even think that it would be a ghost kitchen. And because you can't tell, like they don't say like we're a ghost kitchen. Exactly. Like they just pop up, and it's like you just if you know, you know. You right. Know. So ghost kitchens need you know, to do you know. better on their addressing and on their do better on their uh, uh what's what's the word I'm looking for here? The, advertising, yeah. yeah, on their advertising or on the apps or whatever. Because I feel sorry for the Uber driver, dude, or the Uber Eats or DoorDash, whoever. And then I feel sorry for Scoby because he's the one that's having to, you know, the one to direct traffic. Exactly. Basically. Yeah, that's a that's unfortunate. So hopefully they get that squared away. Maybe people will complain or. Right, like drivers or something will be like, go fix this address. Yeah, well, like I said, I made the connection because I was like, there's only one place in this whole entire complex area that that could possibly even be serving this kind of food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense for sure. Faux show. Well, interesting. Good to know. So that way, if I, for some reason, ordered vegan vessel, which sounds like something I wouldn't order... Um, and my driver gets confused, I can just direct them to the Taj Indian restaurant. Yeah, because the poor dude went out there and started calling. I don't know who he was calling, but he was calling somebody. Yeah. Interesting. At least he was trying to get people their food. Yeah. He didn't because, just say, oh, well, forget it. I mean, he may have. Because he may have been had, like, I can't find this place. I don't know. You're, I don't know. I've certainly had a driver say that to me, so, you know, and then you got to go through the whole rigmarole of getting a refund, and it's the whole thing. It's like when they burn you, they burn you like yeah. very hard. It's either feast or famine with these apps, but yeah. it hasn't stopped me from using it somehow. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe I'll learn my lesson one day, but but yeah, well, good. Yeah, I'm going to try to check out a craft beer week now that I finally have a little bit of time to do anything. Um, I took my mother, my lovely mother, to Boone Tavern on for Mother's Day because that's what she requested. Did you? Yep, so we went for Saturday brunch. What did you think? It was really good. Yeah. I hadn't been there since I was 12, conservatively. Yeah. We went there for a field trip when I was in middle school, so that was the last time I'd been. I remembered it being exquisitely fancy, and I didn't know what to expect when I went there now as a, like, you know, 25 years later, however long it's been since I've been there. Still fancy. Still good. I enjoyed it. Uh, definitely had Eggs Benny, because if I'm going to a new place for brunch, I gotta get the Eggs Benny. Um, and it was really good. What all did, uh, what all were they serving? They had that, and then, like, my mom had French toast. They also had just, like, a general breakfast platter. They had a couple of breakfast sandwiches. I think they had, like, a BLT. They had deep-fried deviled eggs, which I'm sure Carrie would love to try. You know what? Deep fried. I, I if you're frying them the, in the grease, I might actually try them. I tried to convince my mom to get them, but she, as a lover of deviled eggs, she turned her nose up at the notion of having them deep fried. Because that sounds more like a Scotch egg situation. Yeah, kind of. Except there's no meat involved. Sadly, they had something else that was on the um, 
small platter thing that didn't seem like it would be appetizer, but I can't remember what it was. Whatever it was, it sounded good. But it was all really good, and honestly, their coffee was pretty on point. Did you get some of the famed spoon bread? So, when we got there, we went like super early, like 11, and we were the only people in the whole place. So, um, they weren't offering the spoon bread, but when we were literally about to get up to leave, they came around and they were like, would you like to have some spoon bread to start your meal? And we are like, no, we just finished. And, uh, it would have been nice if they came around earlier because I would have definitely had spoon bread. Because my mom was like, oh man, they took our plates like 30 seconds ago. I want spoon bread, but say lovey. Yeah. But yeah, it was really good. Good. Um, Really nice. Um... Didn't feel like I dressed up in my jeans, so I didn't feel like out of place or anything. We got to sit by the window and look outside. Um, it wasn't a nice day, but I think it was graduation day, maybe. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of people milling about. Like we could see people like moving out of the dorms and kind of just hanging around and stuff. But it was good. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. I really enjoy Boone Tavern, so that makes me happy that you liked it. Yeah, of course. I mean, I didn't think it'd be bad or anything. Yeah. I just didn't know, like, what level of cuisine to expect. Mm-hmm. But you know how, like, a lot of places that just have, like, a big giant coffee machine to serve mm-hmm. coffee for for brunch, it's, like, kind of burnt. And This was really good coffee. It was smooth. It wasn't, like, boiling lava hot. It was perfect. I liked it. One of the things that I like a about plus. the too, is it's chef-driven. It's not just cooks. It's chef-driven, and there is a huge difference. And anytime you eat anywhere... You are going to be able to tell the quality of food versus a cooker versus a chef. And their food there at Boone Tavern is really good. Yeah, it was. I could definitely yeah. tell. Um, yeah, it was really good. Loved it. Would recommend for sure. So if you're looking for somewhere new and you don't mind to drive for a bit, definitely drive down to Berea. Took me longer than I had like would like for it to have taken to get there, but that's okay. Um, I make my mom drive over an hour to come here, so I guess I can drive 45 minutes to meet her somewhere in the middle. So, Sure. But she loved it. She said she wanted to go to your favorite place of all time, uh, Popolino's. She was like, I've heard of a place here called, like an Italian place, it's called Popolino's. I was like, ooh girl, that's Renee's all-time favorite place. <laughs> I do enjoy their pizza. It is so good. And then I've forgotten that Noodle Nirvana. Did they open yep. up a second one? No, nope, they, they moved. moved. Yeah, they're they right next they're to right Boone Tavern. Yeah. yeah, I was telling her about that place too. We should go back soon because I love I it. I love Noodle Nirvana. It is very good. Yeah. Road trip. Yep. We went there a couple of months ago. Sometimes at work we get in the mm-hmm. car and drive to Berea. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's super good. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I also got to drive by the Bucky's. Yes. So I got off that exit. My GPS took me the back roads to Boone Tavern from Lexington, which would have been, it was fine. It would have been even better if it wasn't raining. Sure. But um, but I got off that exit and there wasn't a soul on it. But um, when I drove back on the interstate, back through there, um, Bucky's, you could get there, but it looked fairly crowded from the road. Like, it looked like every parking spot was taken, so... It's died down a lot, it seems like, but it's still fairly busy. But I think now is the time for us to formulate a plan to go. So there are some people I work with that have gone there Mm -hmm. and brought in various items from Bucky's Uh to work. So I have had the Bucky's Nuggets, the original. The Beaver beaver Nuggets? nuggets? Or the Beaver Nuggets, yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) They're they're good. I thought that they they have a corn puff consistency Uh and they taste like Cracker Jacks. Oh, uh-huh. so kind of like that stuff that Antoinette our makes. pharmacists used to make. Yep. Yeah. 
Yep. Oh, I used honestly, to get myself sick on this Honestly, stuff. hers is better. Of course it is. Hers is better, but if you can't have Antoinette's, you get Bucky's. They were, oh, we're out to go to Bucky's. They then. were pretty good. Yeah. I, yeah. I sat there and ate a bunch of them. Yeah, so now... The Hubs loves the them. Now's the time. Yeah. We should be going there soon. Mm-hmm. We're going to make a hinky road trip for this. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So now I'm even more excited to know that, uh-huh. that it's died down enough to get there on a, sun, on a Saturday morning, so... We'll get there. We'll do it. We'll do it, dear listener. Yes. We'll get there. Renee, do you have anything? Um, well, I started um, the new documentary series that was just released, and it's, it is a Kentucky thing. It's called The Big Con with oh. Eric, Eric, the whole thing with Eric, <laughs> Eric C. Con and everything that uh, went down and conspired with that. I've only made it, they dropped five episodes, and I've only seen two so far. So, but it was very well done, and it, and it's just it's amazing to see how far he fell from where he was, and to see like how much he got away with for so long before he got busted. So, I mean, it it was it's pretty fascinating, and yeah. again, the documentary is very well done. So, I'm excited to, to finish that up. I that, do need to watch that. That dude is like the real life Better Call Saul. Yeah, like yeah. for real. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, if Better Call, I don't know how Better Call Saul will, I mean, I guess I have an idea of how it would end, mm-hmm. but um, I mean, if he ends up in Honduras, then we'll know that he was modeled after hey, Eric Seacole. You know, it, it, he's not, spoiler alert, he's currently in the middle of nowhere, where is it? He's in, it's, it's in some Midwestern state, and I can't remember. Oh, well, in Breaking Bad, he is in Omaha. He starts yes, out in Omaha. that's, that. Um. Yeah, he's in Nebraska. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've not. I need to go back and do a whole rewatch of the whole series of Better Call Saul because I gave up on it after the so first good. season. Good. Oh. Yes. So, he's in Omaha at the Cinnabon in Omaha. I just yes. remember that when you first meet him in Breaking Bad, yeah. he's working at the Cinnabon in Omaha, yeah. Nebraska, in the airport. Yep. Yep. That would be the worst place for me to work. I have a. I'm a weakness for cinnamon rolls, and that would not be a safe place for me to work. My trainer would not be happy about that. Uh, and then one of my besties, Brittany, her grandparents were celebrating their 60th wedding anniversary, which in this day and age is pretty unheard of to see someone married, a, a couple married that long. And they renewed their wedding vows, and they actually had a wedding um, and invited friends and family to come and they cut the wedding cake and they had the grandkids be the bridal party and they were all dressed up the same and it was very it was very sweet and i went i went to that to support to support them and and it it was it was a lot of fun i was in ashland for that and so that was actually my first time being in ashland so um but it was like somewhere i had never been before so um but I thought it was really sweet. So congratulations to uh, to my friend's grandparents. And they did that on Derby Day, right? They did do it See, on Derby Day. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. To Dottie if, and Edgar, nope. sixth Sorry. wedding anniversary. Dottie and Edgar, if I would have known, if I do, <laughs> if I knew you and you sent me that invitation, I'd be like, nope. <laughs> That's a big N O P E that is on Derby Day, and it ain't happening. Well, there was some, there were several of us that gathered around. We've got it pulled up on our phones, and we got to actually watch the race there. Uh, but, but it was it was a sweet thing, and I, and I, and I was I was glad I went. 
good. Yeah. Glad you had a good time. Yeah. Congratulations to the couple. Yes. Cool. Um, I did, um, I won't go into the specifics of my thing last week, but it was a very rough week, so I rewarded myself at the end of the week with a big old steak and sushi dinner from Malone's. And no, it's not as good when you just get it to go and eat it in your living room while you watch YouTube, but <laughs> the payoff was worth it. So I just had to put that in there. I did have sure. a filet and sushi and potato croquettes and salad. And I feel like I had something else, but I don't remember. But I, I ate a big portion of it, so I treated myself. But treat yourself. Treat, treat yourself. 2022. <laughs> treat yourself. Treat yourself. 2019. Treat yourself. <laughs> That's right. Okay. So I think now it's time for America's second favorite segment, Renee's Report. Okay. Festival season is among us. And I'm so excited. Love festivals. And we've not been able to have them for the last couple of years. So it's good that they're back in full swing. So there's one in Pineville, which I heard of growing up. I never actually went to it. Um, that it's called the Mountain Laurel Festival. Oh, yeah. And it's coming up May 25th through the 28th. There's going to be food, rods. There's going to be a parade. The beauty pageant is the big thing out of the Mountain Laurel um, festival. It was always kind of a big deal for where I was from if you were in the Mountain Laurel pageant. So, um, and then they've got a performer, which is an up and coming country music singer named Dylan Scott that's going to be there. And apparently the concert is sold out already. So, but they're putting on a big to do. So, if you're down and close to that area, that might be a fun place to stop and check that out. Also, May 23rd through the 29th, they're having, Winchester is hosting Beer Cheese Food Week, and they're going to have participating restaurants. They're all going to come up with some sort of menu item off, off the menu item that will include beer cheese, and everyone has to do it at a price of $9.99. So, if you want to head over to Winchester, if you love beer cheese, which is also the host of the Beer Cheese Festival, um... This might be a fun thing for you to check out. And then Wednesday, May 25th, the castle is hosting another murder mystery dinner, which is always on a Wednesday, which I have to work every Wednesday. I'm just I'm a little angry, but it's $85 and you get to enjoy a meal plus the show. And you can sit back and try to figure out who did it, trying to solve a murder case and and in a really interesting atmosphere. So that would be fun if that's something that you're interested in. And then also, and I'll probably start throwing these in at the end of uh, all mine through the rest of the year. On Saturday, May 28th, Keeneland is going to be hosting a big four-miler starting at 8 a.m. You can walk or run through the beautiful grounds at Keeneland. The proceeds are going to go to Nourish Lex which is a charity that helps provide meals to the people in need. And if you want to sign up, it's only $30. You can do virtual. You, there's also a kids race. That's a fourth of a mile. Um, if you're interested in being involved in it at all, or you just want to make donations, uh, you can go to runsignup.com, go into the search engine, and type in 
Big Lex Formaler. Cool. That is back to you, Sarah. Thanks, Renee. Now it's time for America's third favorite segment, Everybody Tries. Everybody wants to try some food. And we're getting closer. <laughs> yeah, I had to take a breath before I hit that low <laughs> We should start an octave Ooh. higher. Everybody wants to try some food. That's, That's better. It, yeah. There you go. That's it. That's, so now we got our octaves down. You can feel free to join in as well, Renee. I saw you. Nobody, I saw you doing it. Nobody needs to hear me singing. It's not going to be good for anybody. I kind of can't believe that we went up an octave like that just on command. Had to take that up an octave. Yeah, sometimes you got to. Um, this week, we are trying some of the leftover things we had from the past few weeks. Because I don't have a lick of food at my house, so I've not been to the store or thought about the store. I've been there a lot, but not for groceries. I just keep remembering things that I'm missing, and then I've then I've been to Kroger five times in a week, and I never really got anything, so it's weird. <laughs> I just love it there. It's my home. Uh, I just live in a grocery store. That's all it is. So this week, um, we have some Cinnamon Toast Crunch popcorn with a Cinnadust glaze. Um, so, what'd you guys think about that? That stuff's good. I can quit eating yeah. it. Eat you some I, can't, I can't quit you. I know. Me and Carrie are going to eat the whole bag. Seriously. Watch it. Before my dinner. Yeah, it's like, it's uh, like kettle corn, but it with is. like a hint of cinnamon. Like it's good. The slightest hint. I mean. Recommend. I don't hate it. But like, if, you, if you're going to open a bag, you better be prepared you're to You're going to eat it all. <laughs> you're going to eat it. Yeah. I love cinnamon sugar anything. And those are those are pretty good. But it yeah. is. It's like kettle corn. It tastes like mm-hmm. kettle corn. That's, mm-hmm. And that's why I'm so addicted to it because I love kettle corn. And mm. you can go to Kroger and get cinnamon sugar like in the mm-hmm. spice aisle like already mixed together. And then you could just put that on your own homemade kettle corn. But that's good too. Because there really yeah. ain't nothing better than going to the concessions and getting kettle corn. True. It's just kind of sticky and, you know, it's a little bit awkward, but... It's fine. It hasn't stopped me in the past, and it no. won't stop me in the future or now. Well, no. and it's also one of those things that you can take it home. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you don't, like, you'll probably eat the whole bag, but you can take it home if you don't eat the whole bag. Yeah, exactly. And then you get those, like, gigantic bags that right. will last you, like, a week. Yeah. I'd be yeah, worried well, about most, you if I, you yeah, ate most that whole bag. that you get at a fair, it's like, you need to eat right there. It's going to be nasty later, but yeah. kettle corn is one of those things you can actually yeah. take with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we also brought out the other flavor of the Nitro Pepsi. So this is the Nitro Pepsi Vanilla Draft Cola. So this time I wised up and I opened it over the sink, which is good because about a quarter of it came spewing out the top. So Well, I'm telling you what, if you're going to get this beverage to try this beverage... Don't try it in your Do car. Do not get in the car and say, ooh, I'm going to have a tall, frosty Nitro Pepsi because you will be cleaning up sticky Pepsi from yeah. your car. Yes. And your clothes. I assume it'll go everywhere. Yeah. Might as well just go ahead and pull into the car wash and hose it all down. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely sweet. Better than the other one. I thought it was better than the other one. But it's still kind of like, I don't get the smooth like the velvety smoothness that you get off of like a guinness or yeah you don't or like nitro cold brew or like just anything out of the nitro tap in general like it's like a lot smoother than this is this just has the mechanism built into the bottom of the can and 
Uh, it's a fun gimmick, I guess, but yeah, because I was talking the, the fly, it gets fly really. It quickly. does, but I thought that the vanilla cut that that sweetness of it more so it wasn't just sweet on sweet. And then I was talking to CFO about this because he saw an advertisement for it on television the other day or something, and I said, yeah. I said, there's really, this is an unnecessary product. Yeah. Because when you get a nitro beer, you know you're not going to get carbonation, right? You know what you're going to get in that beer. And it's at uh, Boddington's or Guinness or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever other ones are out there. And then when you pour it out of the can, you can hear the widget Mm -hmm. clanking around. Which, again, this is just in the bottom of the can. Um, But this is unnecessary for, for soda. Yeah, I feel like... If you want craft soda, you need to be finding, like, a full-on, like, old-fashioned soda fountain where there's a soda jerk behind the counter that can fix you up with actual, like, good craft soda. That actually carbonates it. Yeah. Or, like, or, somewhere that just makes their own. Or go to Becky's because they may, they have their <laughs> so own nice. versions of everything. They have, like, they'll have Coke products on tap, and then they have their Bucky versions of each one up there. And from what I hear, which at the moment I'm not drinking soda, but what I hear is the Bucky's version is better than the originals. Hmm. Which is something y'all have to try out when we go. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, and I feel like somebody was sitting around drinking a nitro beer that works for uh-huh. Pepsi Frito-Lay. It was like, you know what would be awesome? Nitro Pepsi. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I'd like to think that that's how most ideas start. <laughs> yeah. But this is just a bad one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... No one asked for it. There's really no use for it because who drinks flat pop? Like, there's people out there that do. I think. Ooh, what are they? Serial killers? Yeah, probably. Um, and if so, don't come <laughs> kill me. But yeah, I just again, I just don't see the need for this product. Yeah, like I don't I, either. I guess I don't understand who the market is. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest thing. I mean, catch me when there's. A separate tap at the Taco Bell that's literally a nitro tap for Pepsi. Or it's a nitro tap for Baja Blast. I'll try that. But, yeah, like I need it to actually come out of the tap in order for it to be a payoff for me. Yeah, yeah, this is... I mean, the vanilla definitely is better, and I think if you want to try one, try the vanilla over yeah, the regular. Yeah, try the regular one. Um, because you'll drain pour the regular. This one... Wasn't super cold because it was in Sarah's car, but it was serviceable. Yeah. But I think if it was super cold, this would be a lot, lot like it's head and shoulders above the the mm-hmm. regular nitro one for sure. I forgot it was supposed to get up over eighty today, and then also for being honest, I could have taken it and put it in my refrigerator at work, but I would have left it there. Right, and then halfway <laughs> here, I'd have been like, God. <laughs> it's forty five minutes away. <laughs> I can't go back. It so. was fine. You would put ice in it at work. Yeah, it was but. fine. It was fine. It wasn't the best. Don't know why we have it, but we tried it, and now we can put it behind us. What did you think say? About it again. Did you say it was two dollars a can? Yeah, dollar ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I mean, it's sixteen ounces. So I mean, it's a tall Actually, boy. It's not even sixteen. I, it's thirteen point six five ounces, I guess, because the other amount is taken up by the mechanism. That's not the widget. Yeah, I don't get it. That was always the fun thing about opening a right? tall boy can of Guinness is that you could like hear the widget just like like flying around the inside. And then you try to get the widget yeah. out. Yeah. And then you're like, ooh, cool, pilt. <laughs> yeah. Look, okay. I got the widget. And then you're like, well, now what? <laughs> just shove it back in the can. Throw it away. Cool. Well, at least the cinnamon toast crunch popcorn was good. 
The Pepsi is kind of a bust. Yeah. It usually is. Highly recommend that popcorn. Yes. I uh, got it at Walmart, so All right. check out your local Walmart, I guess. I don't know. I'm not trying to advertise for them, but I mean, everyone lives near one, so mm-hmm. might as well go in there every once in a while. Okay. Well, now it's time for America's favorite segment. It's the Hinky Podcast question. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes you all laugh so much and then it makes me laugh and then we laugh for a long time which makes yeah. me happy okay oh um this week i really wanted to like take it back down to a base level because i couldn't function last week so i couldn't think about something ethereal like some really hard complicated question <laughs> But uh, everyone likes cheese, so... And I, this was something I kind of was, like, seeing a little bit on Twitter, too. Like, on my weird Twitter feed. But, um, question was real simple. What, what's your favorite kind of cheese? So, I feel like everyone's got a favorite. Let's go around and talk about our favorites. So, Renee, what's your favorite cheese? I know you'd be liking a cheese. No, uh, I love... I love just about all cheese. There's not... I haven't really found much that I don't like as far as cheese goes so it's easier for me to tell you what I don't like than there is what I do like um so the only thing that I found that I'm just an absolute no if I see it in there is like the Wisconsin sharp cheddar Mm -hmm. has this weird Mm -hmm. smell to it and it has a weird aftertaste to it I'm just not a fan which I don't like the team of Wisconsin either so this is starting to be a trend but yeah, no, not that. But I'd love to get. I love a good smoked gouda. Um, I didn't know that I liked goat cheese until I tried it on a salad at Carson's. Yeah. I didn't know I liked feta until I had it at Old Vine Bistro. Well, look at you! Uh, so proud of you. But there's there's all kinds of different different cheeses, and it pairs well with different kinds of food. And I I love all of it except nice. the Wisconsin stuff. But how do you feel about cheese curds, though? I mean, those come no. from Wisconsin. They're good, though. Yeah. I mean, they're fun. Yeah. They're kind of squeaky, though. I don't like the squeakiness of them. I mean, Makes they're my fun. I can, I, can, I can live without them. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we've lived this long without yeah. them. But no. Well, the Hubs loves cheese curds, loves them. But me, I can live without them. Sure. Carrie, what are yours? Man, this is a hard one. Because I do. I, you know, I love a good charcuterie board. I all know that. You do. All the meats and cheeses. And the meat roses and everything. Yeah. Probably cheddar. Like, I like a good cheddar. Mm-hmm. See, I like sharp cheddar, too. Love me some sharp cheddar. I could eat sharp cheddar when the occasion calls, which is not very often. No, I can eat sharp cheddar. It's you just the Wisconsin's like version of sharp cheddar. Oh, I see. But I'm a big blue cheese person, too. And I know a lot of people don't like blue cheese. I mean, I love a good blue cheese. Me, I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only time I've ever liked blue cheese was when I had it on Brussels sprouts, roasted Brussels sprouts. That's what I was about at, to say. Um, um, what's that place? Jean Ferris Jean Winery. Ferris Winery yeah. Which, if you haven't been there, you got to go way out of the way to get there, but is well worth it. And they're also chef driven. Yep. And Menus, they change their menu a lot, yeah. and it's always really good. I've yeah. not been in a long time, so I guess I need to go back. But it's also a winery, so mm-hmm. they sell their own wines and have really nice drinks and stuff too. So. Check it out. I mean, I love a good queso. 
Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Queso is way up there for me. And you made an excellent uh, queso. Oh, Rotel. Yeah. yeah. You Rot- made a good one for the derby party. Rotel cheese dip. That was a that was a fan favorite, I think. I feel like it was. I'm, I'm very happy that people enjoyed it. So it's really easy. It's just a uh, fake Velveeta, like the block of Velveeta cheese and two cans of Rotel and a pound of sausage. There you go. I feel like the sausage was hotter than I intended it to be. but I like the spiciness of it. But that's it okay. Good. It worked out. So, mm-hmm. yes, uh, I used to hate Velveeta, but it's good in that context. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm a real big queso head. I guess that's the cheese I eat the most. So, I, I like a good parm. I was going to say, I've, I've turned, good parmesan. I've been turned on to shaved parm oh, yeah. from the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Put that on top of a little bit of a pasta, like mm-hmm. a, a bonza pasta. Oh, yeah. With the chickpeas. For sure, yeah. Uh, so then what's your what's your go-to cheese on a, on a burger? I mean, it used to be pepper jack, but now, I don't know. American? No. It's sometimes American. Like you're in a restaurant like, and they're like, do you want cheese on your burger? And you're like, yeah. Um, I like... Per- not problem. I'll get a smoked gouda on a burger if smoked they have gouda it. on a burger. Is it's good. really good. Yeah. Or yeah, just a plain like craft single on a burger. Honestly. Yeah. Sometimes I'm that can be good. It. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on what kind of burger and where we're at. Mm-hmm. Like a good like smash burger. Yeah, you got to put like an American single on that. Get it all melty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, smoked gouda on a burger is where it's at. Or I've had that place in Louisville. They used to have a food truck. That used to come here sometimes, and I don't eat at it now because it's only in Louisville. But um, is it the Moo Cow place? No, the Moo Burger or something. Was it called Feast? So no. Did it have mm-hmm. a chicken on it? I don't know. They only sold burgers, but they were like really gourmet burgers. See, I feel like that was the Moo place, but maybe not. No, okay. it All had right. like one name, and I can't remember what it was. I'm gonna have to do some research into that and let you all know. But they would have like a. BBB burger, like a triple B burger, and it was bacon brie and um, some sort of like jam that went on it too. Like brie and jam go so good, but together. it was so good, like a habanero jam. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, or even bacon. Or it jam. was like maybe it was BBA or something. It had brie, bacon, and like an apricot habanero jam or something like. That. The best burger I've ever had in all of my years on this earth. Now I and I would I would try most cheeses around the world everywhere. There is one cheese that I will I would absolutely one hundred percent refuse to eat. Refuse to eat this cheese. Okay. It comes from France. Uh-huh. And it's that cheese that's got the maggots in it. Uh. Oh, you heard of that, that one? Uh-uh. You've not heard of that one? I don't think so. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. So that's the whole point of the cheese is it's got these maggots in it. Nope. Mm. Well, count me. So that's two cheeses. But like, on why? One. I was hoping you'd say it comes from Wisconsin. <laughs> no, it comes from Wisconsin, France. Yeah. Here you go. Let's look this up. What is the Wisconsin of yeah, France? It's Casu ca- Marzu, sometimes spelled Casu Marzu. C-A-S-U-M-A-R-Z-U, and also called a casu mode. I don't know. There's a bunch of different names for it. It's your traditional Sardinian sheep milk cheese that contains live insect larvae. No. Yeah. Insects do not have a place in Sorry, it's in Corsica, not France. Mm. Is that near France? I don't know. It's Corsica. Yeah. Is that? I don't... 
Is that Italian? Oh, and or apparently it is illegal. It is illegal to buy and sell, according to the CNN travel article. Okay, it's Italian. Sorry, it's Italian, not, uh, not French. Yes, I yeah. called it. I yeah. was like, I think Corsica is in Italy. Yeah, you got it. Yep, yep. So let's see. Blah blah blah. Yeah. In 2009, the Guinness World Record proclaimed the world's most dangerous cheese. Cheese skipper flies lay their eggs in cracks and form in cheese. Uh, then the, the, they, the babies hatch, that's what I'll say, making their way through the paste, digesting proteins in the process, and transforming the product into a soft, creamy cheese. Yeah. Then the cheesemonger cracks open the top, which is almost untouched by the baby flies, to scoop out a spoonful of the creamy delicacy. It's not a moment for the faint-hearted. At this point, the grubs inside begin to writhe frantically. <laughs> Some locals spin the cheese through a centrifuge to merge the baby flies with the cheese. Oh my god, it just has a centrifuge. Yeah, right. <laughs> the cheese, uh, let's see. If you are able to overcome the understandable disgust, Marzu has a flavor that is intense with reminders of the Mediterranean pastures and spicy with an aftertaste that stays for hours. Some say it's an aphrodisiac. Others say that it could be dangerous for human health as the baby flies could survive the bite and create... Myosis, microperforations in the intestine. <laughs> but so far, no such case has been linked to Kazu Marzu. The cheese is banned from commercial sale, but Sardinians have been eating it, uh, jumping grubs included for centuries. Hmm. So there's Yuck. a picture of it if no. you. I. Uh... Yeah. Sorry. That just <laughs> part of me wants to try it, but the realistic no. part of me will not ever. But no. I'm kind of no. curious. No. Though. No. So if you're adventurous enough, it's it's possible to find the cheese. It shouldn't be seen as a weird attraction, but a product that keeps alive an ancient tradition and hints at what the future of food might look like. Yeah. So this is a big article. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But the bottom line is it does exist and I would not eat it. (laughs) Well, good to know. I guess I know what not to get you for your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, I think it's also ill. Like, isn't it illegal to buy cheese in a different country and then bring it back to America? Maybe. I think it is. I don't because know. it's not regulated by the FDA or the USDA or whatever. So. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. So, tidbit there. I don't think you can buy cheese in France or Italy and bring it back to America. I think you can import it though. Can't you? Can't you import it? Can you import it? There's like certain things. I saw it on a YouTube video. Okay. Also, you should go on YouTube and see how cheese is made. Food Insider has tons of videos where people go to like cheese making factories in like Italy and France and stuff. And you can see how they do it. It's kind of interesting, especially how they make mozzarella. Oh, yeah, for sure. And actually up here off of Palumbo, there's a cheese shop that advertises. The Kentucky Proud Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. they, They have cheese making demonstrations. Yep. Well, sorry, cool. I didn't mean to divert down that road, oh, but man. I was just sitting here thinking about it, and I thought, well, if we're talking about cheese, we got to talk about this cheese, right? Got to. As gross as it is, it exists. The <laughs> last time I was actually in that store on Palumbo, the guy that's the face on the billboard that's outside the thing, he was in there and was talking to me, and he actually had someone request a groom's cake, oh, quote yeah, unquote, I remember this. groom's cake made of cheese, and it was... Three layers of blocks of cheese, and they were three different flavors. And I was like, what does a groom's cake made of cheese look like? So he actually took down my email address and mailed it to, emailed it to me once he had it made. 
just so I could see what it looked like, which I appreciate him remembering me enough to do that. Um, but I was like, I mean, it was, it was pretty. I mean, if that's something that you really would enjoy, but these people were in Atlanta and contacting him wow. to do that. And I was just, I just amazed. I would have called it the George Costanza groom's cake. <laughs> I was stripped to the waist eating a block of cheese the size of a car battery. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be accurate. Yes. Interesting. Sorry. Didn't mean to derail the, no. the uh, question. I mean, it's all about cheese, so not like we've derailed it that much. Um, oh yeah. Also, when we had we went to Patana and had the buffalo mox. Oh that yeah, was good. That was good. Made of the buffalo milk, so it was also interesting too. Okay, so let us read the answers from. I don't know, I'm talking like that. Let us read the answers from social media. I've turned into a robot. Let us read the answers <laughs> from Facebook. Okay. Uh, Katie said, Fontina, mozzarella is a close second, and sharp cheddar is close third. Jeff said, I think this is obvious. Beer? Cheese. Uh, yes. Ellen said, smoked Gouda, and then Louisa said, smoked Gouda and Havarti. Ooh, I love good Havarti. Havarti would be good on a burger as well. Good melting cheese. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, at Home of Illustrated Oddities said, Brie. And at Elutes44 said Havarti. And at Papa Pretzel KY said Mountain or Wildcat Mountain Cheese, please. Um, which I've heard of. I don't think that I've tried. I think it's from down my way a little bit. Um, but they started following us on Instagram. Thank you. And uh, I think we should check it out. And at the Terra, uh, I've forgotten how to speak. I'm sorry. At the Terra Emily said. I've never had a cheese I didn't like. Pretty much any cheese you can find on a typical charcuterie board. There's a time and a place for different flavors and textures. Pretty much cheese is considered a spice. It just enhances flavors. But with that being said, I also don't venture to eat exotic cheeses. Sounds more like a roulette I wouldn't want to play. Oh, come on, Tara. <laughs> Spin that roulette wheel and see what cheese lands. It's, see what cheese you land on. I bet you'd like it. Uh, honestly, though? We should have a cheese roulette wheel. Why doesn't someone have that? A cheese wheel that's shaped like a roulette board. Get on that, somebody. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be us. Pat not pending. I don't really yeah. care that much about it, but good thought nonetheless. And then on Twitter, uh, Scott Watts said, um, if he had to choose one cheese, it would be shredded mozzarella. So You know what I can't believe nobody said, what? especially around here? Pimento. Yeah. yeah, or beer cheese. No one said beer yeah. cheese. I also enjoy a good beer cheese as the base for a grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, there yep. you go, yeah. Even and pimento grilled cheese sandwich is good. Nobody said halloumi either. And halloumi is a cheese that is designed to be grilled. It doesn't melt. Yeah. Like, it's designed to put on the grill. I can't remember if I've had halloumi before. Super cool. It's a cool cheese. <laughs> this is super cool cheese. Super cool. Yeah, that's the coolest cheese. Okay, so that's all of our social media answers. Thank you for all of those. They were all good. Um, lots of love for the smoked Gouda. Yeah. I mean, I too love a smoked Gouda. I do too. Yeah. yeah. Can't it's go good. wrong. Can't go wrong. Well, I believe we're nearing the end here. So, good episode. Good one. I think we had a lot of good conversations. We had fun. We did. I like we had lots of fun. Uh, let's go around real quick talk about what we're drinking. Um, I'll, I'll just go ahead and start because I got a bunch of drinks. We had this Nitro Pepsi on... on uh, 
We already had the Nitro <laughs> Pepsi. I'm, I'm devolving into nothing. We have to hurry up. You're sundowning. Yes, very much so. Uh, I'm also enjoying a LaCroix Limoncello, another one I've had on here before, but it's just a good palate cleanser, man. I really like it. And then um, I'm also kind of sipping on a Cherry Coke Zero because I needed some caffeine earlier. So what you got? Well, if you like pina coladas and getting get caught in the rain, don't bow, choose this. Bow, bow, <laughs> just bow. get a regular pina colada. <laughs> oh, gross. Yeah, this is that, a clear American Walmart fizzy water. And John started seeing these weird f- flavors, and then he laughs and laughs and says, here, I bet this is going to be disgusting. <laughs> and yes, yes, yeah. he is correct. It's not good. Yeah, first sips was like drinking a suntan lotion, Ugh. which is not what you want. And then after that, it just has this gross sweetness to it. Hmm. But it's here, and I can't stop drinking it. I was going to say, you said you were only going to take one drink yeah, of that. But it's not good. It's mostly and I hate, gone. I hate the waste. I mean, you can smell it. That's okay. I'm good. Uh-huh. It smells like pineapples, right? Yeah, it does smell like pineapple. Yeah, it doesn't taste. It it's just not good. Weird. What you got, Renee? Yeah, I'm uh, trying to check down on my water. I'm not even halfway through my gallon jug. My trainer would be so mad at me. I've got to finish this bad boy before the day's over. So, so we're working on it. Alrighty, you're doing better than me. This is the only water I've had. <laughs> oh, well, this water, it's fine. That Coke, Coke has water in it. Yeah, they all have water in them. Alrighty. Well, on that note, if you want to hear some more of these shenanigans or see what we're doing on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at HungryandKY. You can uh, email us, HungryandKY at And then you can find the show every other week wherever it is that you find your podcasts. So where do we find our blog? <laughs> I was trying to give you time to drink your water. <laughs> Our blog is Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. We are on Facebook and Instagram under Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. Twitter, we are BB and Eats. And our website is bbandeats.com. And where do we find you at, Carrie? On Twitter, at GRLS Beer Sports. We're on Instagram. We are on Facebook. We are everywhere. Good podcasts are free. Alrighty. Well, thanks again for listening to Hungry in Kentucky. And as always, stay hungry, Kentucky.